Again. No, come on. Oh, man. please. I, I didn't know what it was. I thought it was a Joe Grinaldi Sunday, Sunday, Sunday ad. It, it is. It is. Yeah, and it says the fire sign. Oh, that's theater. wonderful. I have uh, a microphone here. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunately not plugged into the audience. Well, there's that's a depression I, going on, David. You know, you guys want everything. A war on. Thanks, Bob. Here's a letter from a listener. Oh, my God, or Les Carter, or whoever reads this. What has happened to the live Earl Giant? I waited all day Sunday for his show, only to learn he had received the burn. The burn. <laughs> the the Firesign Theater said he has been fired. Is this so? Will I never again hear of the make-believe bowling room or of the big PP in the sky? Please put Earl back in the lineup. <laughs> He's back. This girl also, her name is Linda, Love Linda, and she writes in different colored ink. She also, uh, she can do a duck voice, so she's a brother. She's a brother, she can do a duck voice. If you can learn to sing the blues in a duck voice, you can own the world, Linda. That's how you can fight the depression. Patch your pants and learn to sing the blues in a duck voice. That's all the information I have for you today. All the rest is going to be entertainment. Okay, why, why don't we uh, uh, get right off to a big smash opening. Uh, with uh, the boss hit bound Roshi. All right, I'll tell you what. what boss I hit bound! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. There it is again. <laughs> well, I, tell voices. I have a, I have a s counter suggestion to give us a chance to rustle papers and get it together. Why don't we play Peter Townsend singing Begin the Biggie <laughs> on the new Mayor Baba Happy Birthday album, which indeed it is. Boss hit bound, the big PP, Mayor Baba! Where is he? So okay, we'll, we'll try it again. We'll try it okay, again. Okay, now wait a minute, man. Now this, you got to hit the. Hi, this is Peter Townsend, and does my does my life look interesting to you? I'm a top DJ jock. Listen to this introduction. Want the record? Sure, play the record. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> when they begin. Come I heard you give it. Oh yeah. Here, these are yours. These are mine. Oh, look at all those lumquats. The trees. I was Eat watching first, then later. Yeah, I was watching the uh, squirrel eating the lumquats today. Did anybody? Did you find my book about the sinners here, or is it gone forever? Probably sitting around here somewhere. Book about beautiful sinners of New York that you read. While you're looking, let's read this. Here, yeah. play with this today. First side only. Many of our listeners last week uh, heard us talk about the Zen Hijinks Marathon. Yes, indeed. And this will perhaps be some uh, explanation. Those of you that think we've gone completely mad will now see that there is indeed some sort of real, honest-to-God madness in what we do. I have a mad review about us, too, proving that do you really schizophrenic. Oh, well, you many, uh, many I listeners also... I to be able to hear the show today. All these guys are sitting here with, with earphones on. Phil! I don't even have a microphone. Well, you're late. You're late. You're late. See? see? 
Oh, God. So you so you can't... Uh, now my mic isn't on, Earl. You sure it is. Your earphone's on, though. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Many people last week also heard that I got arrested, I heard from two different sources, which was not true. Not true. Not true. I did not get arrested. I merely got stopped twice by the sheriff's I, department. however, have a story to tell you all about oh, someone who now. was arrested. Oh. All right. He was arrested. Can't we, can't, can't we please... Can't that, please, oh, yeah. off the air... It's not on the air. It's on cue. Oh. oh, it's on us. Yeah, it's could on we, us. Could we please do this it's first? This is yeah, what we, we had planned to do, and, to do, and I'd like to do it. Okay, thank let's you. do it. On Sunday, May 31st, that's next Sunday, from 8 in the morning to late in the evening, KPPC will be staging a Zen hijinks marathon to raise money to support the Rinzai Zen Center, whose master is a man by the name of Roshi Joshu Sasaki. Uh, the Roshi has been teaching in Los Angeles for eight years. And the following is an interview made with him by myself uh, last Thursday evening. And uh, the translation is done by a man named of Tomo Ogita, who is an uh, expert uh, in uh, Buddhist sculpture, among other things. And I wonder if while we're doing this, we could have quiet in the studio. Yes. <coughs> I played the interview, and Phil Austin is going to read the Roshi. Okay, Joel! All right. No, I'm going to keep from doing that. <clears throat> Incidentally, the reason yeah. we're, we're, we're doing this is, is because it's really important. Yeah. Okay, interviewer starts. Roshi, many people today are concerned because things look so ugly. Bad air, much crowded. They are looking for paradise. They want the world to be a paradise. Is there a paradise in Zen? Roshi replies, It is possible to say that the object of Zen, the aim of Zen, is to construct a paradise, to find a paradise, and to make a paradise. Well, how is that a better way of building or making a paradise than more traditional political means? By political, I mean action by government or, or social groups. I am not a scholar of politics and not able to comment on the present approach towards what the government is doing or what social, political, or economic means are being used to find this type of paradise. It is difficult for me to comment on what this type of paradise is. I will talk specifically on the Zen way to construct paradise. In order to construct a house, a beautiful house, you need a very beautiful piece of board. It must be shaved beautifully and prepared for use in the house. In such a case, you need a tool, a plane with a very sharp edge. But just bringing together a great number of highly specialized good tools will not build you a good house. You need an exceptionally fine carpenter, a woodworker who has trained for many years, who has honed his own skills to perfection. And this carpenter, using the fine tools, will help you build a beautiful house. Now the question is, does Zen make fine carpenters? Is Zen the tool or the carpenter? I must tell you that the object, the aim of Zen, is also to build the fine tool itself. To also build up the man to use that fine tool. But that is not enough. Not enough? You must also need a plan. But that is not enough. Here we have a beautiful house using the utmost in skills and the finest tools and according to a very fine plan. But if the house was built in the path of typhoons, in the epicenter of earthquakes, or in the path of flood waves, then in one instant the house will disappear. To avoid this, you could build the house on top of a mountain without any roads leading to the place so that no one could get there. But paradise is a place where children can go, old people can go, men can go and women can go, sick can go and also the healthy can go. It must be a place where everyone can go. So if the entrance fee to the paradise is 100 yen, then to the people who cannot pay the 100 yen entrance fee, that place is not paradise. So the question is, what do we call a paradise? So we must reverse the question. I'd like to ask you, what are you calling paradise? Paradise is being true self. Paradise is not to me a place, not a thing, not a being, but no worry. 
True self is when you don't worry. That's right. Then if paradise is to be true self, can Zen help me to be my true self? Can Zen help me to be in paradise? True self is paradise. Paradise without true self is not paradise. Since you have come here to this Zen center and have sat in Zazen or meditation for a long period, I feel that you are sincerely able to discern the importance here that without revealing the true self, there is absolutely no possibility of experiencing paradise. So one facet of Zen, of course, is to be able to manifest your true self, which in turn is the manifestation of paradise. The Zen attitude, or the way we look at human beings in terms of Zen, is that human beings are all attempting to manifest their true natures, their true selves. But there are many, many people who do not think that way, and so they are not able to experience paradise or manifest their true nature. Well, let's suppose that everyone was studying Zen. Would the world change? Would, would we be closer to paradise? When human beings are able to manifest their true nature, they no longer even have to think about paradise. It is no longer a concern.